0: You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Okay, there's only one question I have for you guys tonight. What's your excuse, right? What's your excuse? You know, every single morning we wake up and we tell ourselves a story. And that story is usually based around some type of excuse, right? You either have an excuse or a motivation. Are you tired, are you depressed, are you stressed, do you hate life, do you hate your husband, your wife? Are you busy, are you fat? Okay, whatever that story is, you need to become that hero right now. This is all about being a life champion, life champion. You gotta wake up and say, I'm this life champion, I'm gonna own my life, I'm gonna be the hero. And that's exactly what I did. Because like everyone else, like Oliver, like Sean, like Coach V, I have a story too, and it wasn't a very blissful story. I grew up here in Outgrove. Not here, this is Rancho, but Outgrove. Who's from Outgrove? Yeah, I'm totally Outgrove. Let me tell you, totally Outgrove. I graduated from Franklin Elementary School, okay? Then Joseph Kerr. I was the first four-year graduating class of Laguna Creek High School. Yeah. Okay? So I'm outgrown, but it wasn't an easy time for me because I was born in San Francisco. My parents met New Zealand. They were on welfare. We didn't play a sport. They didn't have time, money, or resources to drop four kids to practices. I know because I have three kids and I just keeping shin guards together. I feel like I have to buy shin guards every single Saturday because I lose them. It's not easy. And it wasn't easy for me, because I am one of three other siblings, and we were all one year apart, just like my, just like me. I have kids who are one year apart, born in 2009, 10, and 11. Isn't that crazy? Who are moms here? Any moms here? Can you imagine being pregnant for three years? That was me. I was pregnant for three years. So anyways, so it was not very easy. You know what? I have a lot of social media pages. Does anyone follow me on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube? Any of that stuff? You should, okay, Maria Kang Fitness. But I just did a throwback Thursday picture. You know, it's Thursday, there's throwbacks, right? Yeah. So I was, uh, I just recently moved to East Dock Grove And I found a note that my mom wrote um, wrote to my sixth grade teacher saying Maria is requesting to be moved to a different table in class because the kids at her table are calling her um, really mean names, um, making fun of her flat nose and making fun of her Chinese culture. I mean, I was so shocked when I read that because I remember distinctly how I felt in sixth grade. I was a little different. I've always been a little bit different, but let me tell you something a little special. All of you are different. And different doesn't mean bad, it means that you are unique. And that's okay, you need to embrace that uniqueness. So I knew in sixth grade that I had, I was not only Asian obviously, but I had a talent. That year I got published for the first time um, for one of my poems. I became a awarded oral language speaker and president of my elementary school. I had some talent, right? Some people didn't appreciate that. (laughs) Because you know, whenever you step outside the box, it gets a little lonely and you are different and it's scary, but let me tell you something, that is what's going to make you realize who you are meant to become. You're not meant to fit into little boxes or titles or um, norms that people impose on you. And this is what I realized when I put out that photo. But before I get into that photo, let me go on with what, I, what my story is. So in high school, and some of you guys went to high school with me, I see you. <laughs> I was bullied. Do you guys remember that? I was bullied in high school too. Second year, second week of high school, I had orange just thrown at me. Wow. In the cafeteria, that's a 2nd week of a freshman. And they didn't even know me. They just wanted to be the bad girls in school and they wanted to choose somebody that was vulnerable right? So it was really painful for me. In fact, in my first, first and second year, I would actually sit in my closet and scratch my arms and pull my hair because I was crying so much and I wanted to change school because it was, it's so painful to be a teenager and to be so unliked for something you don't even know why you're disliked about, Right. And so I prayed and and for those of you, you know, whatever you believe in, I, I strongly believe that you need to believe in something bigger than yourself. Okay? Whatever it is, you have to believe in something bigger than yourself. So I prayed and I ended up becoming stronger because of that, because that's what happens. You become stronger. That is how life works. What I learned is that there are certain universal principles out there. Just becoming, being like a little farmer to like a little plant or having a dog or having kids, you will notice there are certain universal principles out there that if you followed and applied it anywhere in fitness, life relationships, that you will win. So consistency, discipline, prayer, you know, all of that I applied to my life in high school and I started to manifest certain things in my life. So I went to UC Davis, which Coach Me went to UC Davis, right? I graduated with double majors and a minor, um, and I lived in San Francisco. I went back there, I decided to make my passion fitness. Why? Why did I choose fitness? Because I grew up in a home where I was fitness challenged. Remember, I didn't play a sport, and I am not naturally skinny. In fact, I, you know, I have more of an athletic build, but my mom, she struggled. In her 20s, she developed diabetes. Her 30s, she had strokes. 40s, heart attacks. Before she turned 50, she had a kidney transplant. Okay? So for those of you who are mothers and you raise your hand, I know every single one of you guys have mothers in this room. You know that your mother signifies life, light, love, okay? So when you see your mom and you see her dying, Literally in front of your eyes, how would that make you feel? It made me feel very scared. I had a very scared childhood. And I still do, because she's still alive. So I decided, you know what? I have this talent. We all have talent. You figure out what your talent is. And I have this passion. Passion is something where you wake up and you feel good about, you can talk about it. You start talking to me about fitness, I'm all about fitness. I will learn about fitness. There's so much more to learn about fitness and nutrition and health. So I decided to make fitness my passion. I decided, you know what, I want to work for an international company because that's my degree. You don't want to waste your degree, right? <laughs> so I decided to, you know what, I'm going to write the biggest CEOs and the biggest companies. I create this portfolio. I xerox anything written about me, and I sent it out. You know the audacity I had at 22. I believed in this dream. And I was down to my last $17 in the bank. And I was like, you know, mom, I was calling her, I was like, this is, you know, maybe I gotta be home. You know, I don't have a job. And then that day, I wrote an article for bodybuilding.com, which is the largest, you know, supplement site out there, but they were just getting started. I always gave my information out for free. I was very passionate. I gave an article out there, and I decided um, to send it to Mark Mastro, he was then the founder and CEO of Twenty Five Fitness, and guess what? He said, Maria, you are amazing. Let's have lunch. I got hired on as his first female leader, team leader in his um, new venture called Life. But moving forward, I decided to come back home to Sacramento because something was going on that I needed to address. I was there influencing thousands of people through Twenty Five Fitness, but my mom was undergoing kidney failure. Wow. So I came home and I started a nonprofit called Fitness Without Borders, so we have a lot in common. You know, I did a lot of outreach programs in schools. You saw that we we're very international right now, but I came home, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I had faith. You know, a lot of things happened in between that, that, that point and this point right now. One of the things that happened is I underwent an eating disorder. I, I did accomplish a lot, but I realized when I had the best body, when I had the best boyfriend, when I I was living for $600 in my own house in San Francisco. I mean, imagine that, right? It's a pretty good deal that I had. I was not happy. Think about that. Absorb that. Because I know a lot of really fit fitness models, really wealthy people out there who are addicted to alcohol, drugs, sex, because they are not happy. So whatever you're trying to achieve in life, always remember that if you're not working on the inside, if you're not working on your passion, if you're not living your purpose, you're not gonna be truly happy, okay? Can I get an amen? Yeah, amen! Okay. (laughs) So you know what? I realized I was not happy and I became depressed and I became bulimic, I'll tell you what I struggled with. I struggled with bulimia. And, um, but then I realized I'm gonna follow my purpose I'm gonna keep doing what I want, you know. I'm gonna feed my body good foods. I'm gonna love it no matter what. However it manifests, I'm gonna love it. You know what? I loved it when it was um, when I was twenty pounds heavier, thirty pounds heavier, when I was fifty pounds heavier when I was uh, pregnant. But in one of those times when I was truly happy with myself, I met my husband who's from Hawaii. There's a lot of Hawaiian people here, and um, and he loved me. But then something happened. We became unexpectedly pregnant. This was not part of the plan. I'm a planner. I mean, everyone who knows me, I plan everything. You know, I got pregnant in 2008, gave birth in 2009. Then we had another unexpected pregnancy in 2010, and obviously we planned our 2011. We got married in between, and guess what happened when we got married? You know, it's the biggest day of your life, right? Isn't it? You plan for it, you spend a lot of money on it. Guess what happened the morning, a couple hours before I was supposed to walk down the aisle? My mom got sick. She didn't make it to the wedding. My dad came to walk me down the aisle, but he had to go. And so there I was, crying the majority of the night. I get tears thinking about it. It's not, sometimes when I talk about it, I don't want people to think it's because I feel sorry for myself. It just makes me remember the struggle that I've dealt with my entire life, you know? And one of the things I've always struggled with, with my mom, with people, with those of you who feel like you can't do anything, I struggle with your excuses, I struggle with your stories, and to be very honest, I'm quite sick of it, okay? Because the truth is, you are the master of your universe, okay? You can control what happens here, and it can affect everything around you. Whatever you think can become alive in ways that you can never imagine, you? I never thought that I would be on CNN. I was recently on The Today Show in March promoting my book, The No More Excuses Died in Target and Barnes and Noble's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I never thought that. Who would think that, right? Do you ever think like the biggest, wildest thing like could you ever imagine? But you know what? It could happen. Things happen when you crave an intention, like Sean said, and then you realize that there are certain things that come around you when you start to have this sudden energy, this positive energy pulls things to you, okay? One of the things that pulled me right now here is, Coach V, we're very similar. You know, we both have a passion. We've, our kids went to the same elementary school. We saw each other every single morning, but let me tell you something. If you, if you have a strong energy, you will connect with strong people, and I connected with Martha, <laughs> I'm telling you, you are who your friends are, you are who you marry, you have to remember that everything you do is an investment, whether it be a person, whether it be a friend, whether it be something you, something you eat, and especially who you marry, okay? No. So he did a good thing, he married Martha, I know Martha, we cheerleaded in high school, along with Tasha, <laughs> okay? You know, in my book I talk about the three P's. We talk about, you know, I noticed there's a, a three, uh, a really good, I see you. She said two minutes. I'm on three here. <laughs> I believe in balance. So let me give you some tips from what the things that I do on a daily basis. I set goals every single day, okay? And when you wake up and you don't have a goal, come on. Make a goal, okay? And not just operate. Try to strive a little bit because we all have to operate we all have to brush our teeth we all have to work but every single day you got to strive just a little bit whether it be running a little bit harder whether it be you sending an email to someone i believe you need to set your three p's your professional your professional your personal and your physical goals three p's okay you need balance right there's some people who look really good but they don't have any personal life right we don't want to meet those people okay set your three p's then you want to set have those three people in your life your mentor your supporter and your follower. Because oftentimes, what makes us successful is not just the habits that we have every day, but the people that we surround ourselves with. So we're in good company here because we all care about our future, we all care about ourselves, right? Right. Okay. And then there's so many threes in my book, but here's another one for you. I always say it takes three days to break an excuse, three weeks to develop a habit, and three months to see a transformation, right? You know, those of you who are in business know everything happens in quarters, right? You break things up in quarters. Those of you who have babies, you know, everything's broken up into 12 weeks. I mean, there are cycles, people. There are seasons. I didn't make this up. It's all universal principles. Right. Okay, so if you're expecting to see change within two weeks of dieting, guess what? It's not gonna happen. Okay, if someone says, get this 21 day diet, it doesn't work. 12 weeks. But you know, before I end tonight, I wanna say this one thing. You know, we all begin, began today with a single story that we told ourselves, whatever it was. And we all decided that we were going to be here, because this has to be planned, right? you're here. Yeah. And we're all connected, obviously, to a great man, Coach B. And that's why we have such incredible energy in this room right now. I can to feel it. But you know what? Remember that if you want to get to point A, to point B, to point Z, because it's inevitable, we're all okay you need to overcome your excuses you need to create your purpose you need to develop your passion and you need to go for it because it can happen it will happen you gotta make it happen thank you